Welcome to Extraterrestrial Reality. Well, the Mojave Triangle UFO story continues to evolve. Uh, UFO investigators Jeremy Corbell and George Knapp on their podcast Weaponized, uh, they today slapped back at the bunkers who said that the object observed at a military training base in California in 2021 was only flares. Uh, Corbell and Knapp, however, they're not prepared to say that the object seen at Camp Wilson in 29 Palms on April 20th, 2021 by 50 to 80 Marines was definitively a giant UFO, but they also indicated that further investigation could determine that the lights were flares. So they're, they're, they're keeping their options open here. But uh, so far to me, as far as I'm concerned, uh, based on some of the things that Corbell presented today, uh, on their weaponized podcast, he had testimony from three Marines. Now, the names weren't given of these Marines, but uh, uh, at the same time, what they all said that they saw an object, and, it, and the, the object did not look was not flares. They all were insistent that the object was not flares. It's uh, so based on that testimony that he revealed, the three Marines who witnessed the object two years ago, it seems unlikely that flares were responsible for the mass sighting. In fact. I think the testimony seemingly smashes into a million pieces the uh, proclamations issued last week by video game programmer and who turned UFO debunker Mick West from the comfort of his uh, arming uh, his armchair his gaming armchair that the lights pictured in the Im images were flares. So that that's that whole flare business to me is is I, I think you can toss that away based on the testimony you had Corbell uh, and Knapp they had they played this interview that Corbell did with these three different guys these three different Marines that were witnesses to it. And that and based on their testimony, they're, they're, they're insistent that what they saw was not flares and they're you, they know what flares look like. And, uh, we're, we'll get into, we're going to, I'm going to play some, uh, quick little edits that I made of each of those conversations. And also, uh, I highly recommend that you check out their weaponized podcast. I'll leave the link of course, in the description so you could check it out for yourself. But, uh, now before I even get into that, I just want to say that, you know, of course, as everyone knows who listens to my podcast, I was critical last week when, uh, Corbell came out with this because, uh, the, he didn't provide all the information that I sh thought he should have, because then what it did was it gave an opening to the debunkers. Uh, John Greenwald from the black vault, for instance, came out and said, Hey, uh, these things, there's a picture that I found on the, on the military site that was already out there. That looks like the, the, the that were flares that looks like the same in the same kind of formation as the lights and the images that Corbell provided. I also thought that the pictures really didn't give us much because it was, you know, lights in a dark sky. You really can't tell what it is. But and the other thing was you had witnesses who were anonymous providing a testimony to Corbell. But now, even though they're still anonymous, at least you're hearing their voices. That's something more. And 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 again, it's not like Corbell and Napper out there saying definitively that this is a giant UFO. They're out there saying that it could possibly be flares. That there needs to be more investigation needed. So they're turning. They're turning this. They flipped the script basically. So the debunkers came out with all their stuff last week. Uh, you know, of course, John Greenwald was highly critical and uh, saying that they should have came out with more information and blah, blah, blah. And then you had Mick West going on Twitter and making a big deal about this, saying that they're like most likely flares. He, he made all these uh, uh, declarations from the comfort of his gaming armchair, as we all know, as, as he always does. But uh, so now uh, now that I think that uh, Knapp and Corbell now have uh they they flipped the flipped the script here as far as I'm concerned based on today's pod uh, podcast that they had, and again there was uh, there were three different interviews and I'm going to play 
uh, segments from each one and uh, well, and we'll talk about them. So here was the here, here was the first guy. Again, there, there's no names that Corbell provided for these people, but these were actual people who were there. Like again, keep in mind people like Mick West. He was not there. Okay, so uh, forget about that. Uh, so here we go. You were there that night. Yes. And you saw it. Yes, I saw it appear and disappear. How were you first alerted to the fact it was outside? Like, how did you first see it? When we were there, we would have, like, uh, at night, we'd have, like, story time or something, just to pass the time, and it just appeared. And then we saw it. And then everyone started freaking out. Just no one knew what it was. And how long would you suspect that it was there? What's the longest length that it was there? 30 to 35 minutes. Really? Yeah, it was there for a hot minute. A lot of people are saying that these are flares. No, they weren't. Definitely, 100% not flares. I think it was a crap. It was weird. So th this was unlike anything you've seen before or since? Oh, yeah, yeah. First time seeing something like that. Yeah, it definitely looked like a craft. Was there any sound? No sound at all. It was kind of eerie. And, and if you had to just guesstimate, can you give me an estimate size? The mountain was pretty big. It was pretty much like the same length as the top of the mountain. So I'm saying like at least 75 yards. Like almost a little more than half full field, I would say. Yeah, I keep hearing that. And you still don't know what it was? No. But I can speculate that it was definitely a UFO. It wasn't some military object or craft? No. No. If it was, the lights would have been blinking and it would have been moving. And it was not doing any of that. The night was pretty crazy. Why? There was convoys of vehicles, helicopters. It's nothing you'd really see happen there. So that was unusual. The response was unusual? Oh, yeah, yeah. There was, like, a, a convoy that night of vehicles heading that way. It had to be at least, like, 50 to, to 70 trucks. It was a huge convoy. And then all night long, there's helicopters just flying around everywhere. It was very unusual. Even though that was part of your, you're there for training missions, and there's a known training mission going on there at that time, this is still unusual? Oh, yeah, it was definitely very unusual. I think there are... Probably going to hunt it down or something, see if they could find it. it definitely wasn't players. So there you go with the first guy uh, saying that it's not definitely wasn't flares, and that actually there was activity going on at the at the at the place where that was very unusual, where there was a lot of helicopters flying around. It seemed like uh, it, it got everything all riled up. The the, the appearance of this object riled up uh, the powers that be that are, are in charge there, and they were checking things out. Uh, but that was only one of the witnesses. So here was another. Here's a, a snippet uh, from one of the other interviews, the second interview that uh, Corbell presented on their pot on the podcast, Weaponized with George Knapp. Can you tell me for how long you saw it in the sky? I was outside for at least ten, fifteen minutes. I know that I wasn't outside like the whole time. Did you see when they shot flares up? And they had those lumen flares. Yeah, for, for sure. Yeah, there's one of the pictures I sent you. There's flares in the sky with the lights behind it. One of the kids, he goes, you could see a shape. 
he said about it not just being lights, but seeing like the shape of a body of a craft. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah. It just it, the, the they were stagnant. They weren't moving. They were very in place. That's what was so weird to us is that it was just kind of just like there. Did they drop like flares? Did they descend like flares, or did it stay and hover in place? No, not not at all. That's not what these lights were doing. The lights were pretty stagnant in the sky and not moving anywhere. Size, if you had to guess, it was a big object. Whatever it was, it was it was it had some mass to it. It wasn't just you know some freaking small unmanned thing flying in the sky. I mean, with the distance and stuff, it could have been as big as a freaking football field, honestly. So there's a second witness now saying it's as almost as big as a football field. Uh, now, you know, see, there's more information coming out now. It's, this is, and, and it's going to be harder. It's getting harder now for the debunkers to try to say that it's only flares when, you know, again, because Mick West has never had any of these places. He could, he only come, he, he, within five minutes of these stories coming out, he makes these proclamations and, oh, it's just flares. And then it turns out it's just not the case. You know, he's made, he made a fool out of himself. So basically, what you're seeing now from, uh, uh, from from Corbell and Knapp is basically they 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 are basically body slamming the debunkers. Uh, they, the debunkers may or have now they're starting to look like the fools. Last week the debunkers uh, were making Corbell and and Knapp look foolish, but now they're they, they're able to come back with more information. And I guess the inv- investigation is going to continue. And maybe there'll be more video that comes out. Uh, maybe because apparently if there's fifty to eighty people there and they're filming them with their filming this object with their cell phones, maybe there'll be some video that comes out that's more. Different definitive where you could actually see more clearly that it is an, an object and and it definitely most certainly rules out flares but we'll see but these these guys again they were there they saw it they saw an object that they're saying that they saw an object and we're going to play an edit from the the last guy that uh, corbell present the last marine witness uh we all ran outside seeing what it was at first of course we all thought it was flares but flares don't stay up in the air that long they were in like a triangular shape that's and they were just holding that uh, pattern for a long time. You could kind of see an outline of something, but we weren't sure what it was. It just looked like something I've never seen. It was very odd. Why? Well, when you, a flare gets shot up, I mean, it leaves a trail. And it's also being parachuted, so it doesn't sit in the same spot for a very long period of time. And the light dims down. That light was there for a very long time. I remember we were all out there probably for about a good 30 minutes looking at it, which, like I said, which makes no sense to me if it would be a flare because the flare is continuously falling. You'll see that smoke. There's a parachute attached to them, so they slow down while they fall. And you you couldn't see a parachute on them, even if they were zoomed in. They weren't moving. It wasn't even burning, like a burning kind of light. Okay, there you have it. Uh, so we have, I mean, today, what this what this does, right? Now, the, the great part about this presentation from Corbell today on his podcast, Weaponize, is the fact that, you know, him and Knapp said that they're still not prepared to say what they what it is. They're saying that if there's a possibility it could be flares. That's That was a smart move, right? That's a great move by them to say that because now, 
Uh, for, let's forget it. It's not flares. You have witnesses now. This is just three of the witnesses making the statement. Apparently, uh, and all these guys, you know, they're all talking amongst each other that night. So um, there's certainly going to be other witnesses that are going to step forward. Now we have, this is really good, credible kind of information that we're getting. And it also goes to prove just how ridiculous and how stupid anybody is who listens to someone like Mick West. That's what this, that's what this, this whole podcast today from, from George Knapp and Jeremy Corbell, uh, as far as I'm concerned, helps not only helps to substantiate better the, the, this incident, the Mojave Triangle incident, but it also shows, it helps to prove how ridiculous and, and, and insincere and, and, uh, people like Mick West really are, uh, because to come out and just make these statements all the time, like he does, he does not do any, and remember that, remember this, remember this, always keep this in mind. The debunkers never really do any kind of real research, right? He, this guy, he just makes proclamations. He's sitting behind it again. He's sitting on his, his old gamer chair, most likely, apparently just, you know, watching what goes on in the, in the, in the ufo community online and then he just makes makes proclamations and, and and he has this big giant following that are like bowing down to him and and and, throw, and and throwing him accolades for what what does he do he does nothing he just he he's created this this fictional world where all this stuff is easily explained but he did he didn't do any research this is a so it turned out i, I was that i can tell you right now i was wrong for jumping the gun too i was upset because i don't like to see the debunkers get footholds and that's what happened last week when this story first came out because then you had john greenwald you know he had to put in his two cents to make a to show make himself look uh important in this in this issue still right oh uh, they're being insincere and uh you know there was stuff already on the military site uh, you know so that, that's so it was a mistake by corbell that's why i in a way i agreed with with greenwald because it was a mistake not to put all everything out there but now See now that they're starting, this, this looks makes look Mick West like the fool that he is, like the like the insincere uh, person that he is. I mean, he's just there's there's no research behind whatever he puts out there. Really, he did he didn't go out trying to talk to these Marines. He didn't uh, send out flyers, put on the internet. Hey, if anybody was there, could you please contact me? I want to contact you. No, he just looks at the images and just comes up with with. Uh, with not what's uh with proclamations that it was all well, it was just flares let's you look at this picture it looks like they moved a little bit well hey maybe it's an object that was moving just a slight little bit and and the other thing is is that you had witnesses saying 30 to 35 minutes now that this thing was just hanging out there not just 10 minutes like originally reported now there's more information coming out saying no it was 30 to 35 minutes flares aren't going to hang up in the sky that long but again, I'll give credit to Corbell and Knapp for pointing out that, hey, maybe it will turn out to be flares yet. We still need more investigation. But I'm going to say this right now. I don't think it is flares. And I think that the debunkers are, are look like fools right now. Anyway, I have more to say about this. Uh, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... 
That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus. Stay chill or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm -hmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Okay, we are back. Um, we're talking about this uh, incident from that was recently reported and became a big, big, uh, big hoopla around it. The Mojave Triangle incident, and uh, there's still something. You know, it's it's is it is it one of the greatest UFO cases out there in the world? No, but what's what this is showing to me is that uh, the debunkers are just are they're just they're not they're not. They're, they're in they're in this for for the money they're in this for the for the fame that's all they're they have nothing to really offer the people like mick west out there don't listen to this guy he's just he's just making a fool out of you and he's sitting back laughing in his gaming chair while he does so that's what's going on here but anyway i see i see john greenwald from the black vault got very upset on twitter today be, uh, with regard to something that george knapp said during this podcast uh when they were talking about this update on this uh, mojave triangle situation uh, on on their podcast weaponized today and apparently <laughs> if you, i listened to the whole podcast and during the one part of the podcast uh george knapp made this statement he said we know that there's another guy who will go running to mom at the pentagon and get her to issue a statement that debunks the whole thing <laughs> and we know what he's talking about there he's talking about john greenwald because john greenwald when he put an article out last week about this which i talked about in my uh, podcast that i did on this last week and there was a statement that he had he received from the pentagon from susan susan goff susan go susan goff i don't know what i don't know how to pronounce it i hear it pronounced by different ways by different people but really what does it matter we just call her Pen pentagon uh mouthpiece how about that pentagon mouthpiece re responded to john greenwald i didn't think it was worth even commenting on because as far as i'm concerned you can't trust any when it comes to the ufo topic again i try to keep pointing this out whenever the pentagon says something to you about ufos don't believe it it's always a lie don't well, what's the point but but john greenwald was upset about this comment that george knapp said uh and here's what here's what uh john said on twitter he says when a mainstream media journalist chastises getting an official line to tell the full story it shows their true intent 
Hmm? I don't know about, I don't know. What, what do you mean? I don't understand that. What do you mean showing? What's what's showing his true intent? What are you talking about? I don't know what you're, I don't know what he means by that. What's the true intent? He, he was just making a joke. It was just trying to be funny. I mean, not everybody's like, you know, sitting around like we're, you know, like all uptight all the time. I mean, it's just, let's, this, we're just human beings making, I don't see where he gets, what gets out of that. I, I don't think that, I don't think that, for, put it this way, I don't think that anybody really has a problem. I don't think people like Corbell or Knapp, for in fact, I don't, I don't have a problem with John Greenwell. I think he gets a little bit uptight. I think he's getting uptight. He can't take a little joke. He can't take a little humor directed his way. And he takes it the wrong way. And then he writes here, in the past, George Knapp praised my reporting, confirming their videos with the use of a Pentagon statement when they were unable to even get a response from them. Yeah, of course he's going to. Why wouldn't he? I mean, any, I, I praise your work all the time, John. I, a lot of people out there. I mean, I know there's some people in the UFO community that don't like you at all. But I always say, hey, you're the biggest bulldog we have out there filing those Freedom of Information Act requests all the time. I mean, it didn't get us anywhere yet. I mean, they, they keep giving us redacted, uh, classified, doc, redacted documents that don't tell us anything. But I mean, you're trying. Right, so I give you all the credit in the world for that. Continuing here, it says Jeremy Corbell sources uh, sources the Pentagon too with statements I received when it serves his interest. Yet he stood by and giggled at the silly comment about attempting to get a DOD position statement. Again, you can't. This is just a little a little joke. It, it's not. It's so what. You know, you, it is like that. I mean, you're running to to mom to get his Pentagon statement, and then you threw the statement in there. I didn't even read it last week. Right? No, I didn't even read. I, I, what's the point in reading it? Because it's not going to be true. There's nothing. Again, you can't trust anything the Pentagon ever tells you when it comes to the UFO topic. You, they're not. They're going to lie to you. They've been doing this for a long time. And then finally, he says, "It seems to me that they love the Pentagon when it helps them. Stoops to immature cheap shots and brings in their own giggle factor when it doesn't." I think you're. I think you're just taking this way too out of. Uh, you're just taking this wrong. I just think. I, I don't think. You know, there should be a little bit of humor in life. People make fun of me all the time. You should see some of the stuff that uh, gets put out there. I don't care. Who cares? Just let it roll off your back. There's people who hate my guts too. They say stuff that I get messages sometimes. Hate messages. I don't care. Well, I, I mention them sometimes, but I don't. Who cares? What are you gonna do? Anyway, I commented back to John. I said, uh, you know. Uh, with regards to this, because I, I didn't, I just didn't think it was something worth, uh, it, something worth getting worried over. I mean, in my comment to him, I said it's pretty clear after seventy-six years of lying and obfuscation that the Pentagon cannot be trusted to ever tell the truth about UFOs. Never trust the government when it comes to UFOs. Ever. Their public comments are as worthless as used toilet paper. That's the truth. They're as worthless as used toilet paper because you never get anything out of them. It's a bunch of nonsense. Uh, and then, then, uh, he commented back and he said that, uh, he said, uh, so ignore the Pentagon, the video evidence that's been online for two years is all you need in this case. No, it's not all you need in this case. Again, you, you're not, you're forgetting about the witnesses that were there. You weren't there, John, neither was Mick West. You have people on Jeremy Corbell and George Knapp's podcast today who were there, who saying it was a solid object. Hey, I agree. Those pictures, right? Those images, they're not that great, but here you do have something. It's, it is something. And now you have witnesses, you know, at least using their going online, talking, talking physically with their voices and telling us, no, these objects were, this was an object, a solid object. Right, and there was a lot of weird activity going on when this thing showed up. There was planes flying all over the place, helicopters flying around. It was unusual, according to the witnesses. So there's more to it than just uh, what you what was getting prop, uh, uh, put out there last week by people like Mick West. 
And I even wrote to him, I said, no problem in quoting them, but a, proviso, but a proviso should always be added with examples of how they have lied and obfuscated. There are tons of them. You could, you, there are tons of examples. If you're going to use any, if I was to write, be writing an article uh, on, on, on the Pentagon making, providing a statement on UFOs, right? If I was to be doing that at this point in time, I would actually have their statement on it, and then I would actually put a, there would be a paragraph on there, uh, because you, you need to be objective with this. You can't, you, by just putting out whatever they say and just walking away like the mainstream media does, right? That's what, that's what, that, that's what you would be doing by putting that comment in there. By doing that, you're just let, giving, you're get, letting them off the hook. You gotta point out that this, that they've been lying for a long time. I mean, you could just go back to Roswell, for instance. Look at the Roswell that said, look at all the witnesses that stepped forward. The Air Force never had any witnesses, and yet they claimed all oh, was only a balloon a, a mogul balloon and and uh and anthropomorphic dummies that people saw out there there was over a hundred witnesses that said otherwise first and second hand witnesses that said otherwise right to the to the roswell incident the only uh witness that they had was some guy that the air force had was some guy named charles b moore who came out and said that it could have been a, a mogul a mogul balloon that was misidentified misidentified uh, by the way by people at at the only atomic uh, the the only atomic air, air base in the whole world at the time no, there was numerous witnesses that testified, oh, deathbed confessions, signed affidavits, television interviews, numerous people that talked about this, people that were from the military, people that were relatives to the military, people that were relatives of the, of the law enforcement near that place at the time, talked about receiving threats from the government. And then the, what does the government do when they're finally pressured into trying to release information? They, uh, the general accounting office back in the early 90s tried to do an investigation on this, tried to get all the records for Roswell. And what do they get back? They say, oh, all the records from 1946 to 1949 in roswell have been destroyed so basically the government's lying they've been lying for a long time they don't have any witnesses on their side as far as with with the roswell incident except for this one guy charles b moore who by the way was lying and i'm not going to get into that right now that's another story uh, but yeah, again, and that's just the beginning of it. That's just the tip of the iceberg. They've been lying for all these decades. How can you trust anything the Pentagon says when it comes to UFOs? You can't. They're lying to you. They've been lying to you. They'll continue to lie to you. And you should know, John, because, I mean, look at all of these documents you've gotten over the years. Where did it get you? Nowhere. What's it showing us? Nothing. Nothing. Does it prove anything? No. It just proves that every now and then there, the, uh, some Navy and Air Force pilots go flying around looking for, uh, chasing after UFOs or encounter ufos that's about it but they don't tell you anything else and most of it's all blacked out they've been covering this up and they've been lying and they've been obfuscating for all this time you can't trust the pentagon when it comes to ufos never ever 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 never ever trust the pentagon when it comes to ufos anyway until next time